We're on the line with Dr. Raphael Bostic, President and Chief Executive Officer of the Federal Reserve Bank of Atlanta. It's good to talk to you. Likewise, really good to be here. In your October 3rd message, I wanted to ask you about this, especially in light of, I keep hearing anecdotally, especially from young families, they they just feel the squeeze on their pocketbooks, running out of money, buying groceries week to week. And and you were saying the inflation fight is on track, but the path to 2% could be bumpy. How so? Well, we know that the economy is a large, active, complex thing that involves decisions from millions of businesses, millions of families. And so it's not like a machine where you put in exactly the same things and the same thing comes out all the time. And so it, it wouldn't be reasonable, I think, to expect everything to go just orderly, uh, mechanically to a particular number, even when the foundation is in uh, a place to get to an outcome. And so that's, that's really the story there. You know, I was a psychology major. And one of the things that they teach you in, in those classes is that people don't make the same decision when faced with the same inputs all the time. And it's that variation that allows there and causes there to be variation in, uh, in, and how the aggregate evolves. In some recent comments, uh, I believe you indicated that you're not in favor of raising interest rates any further, that, at least for now, that in fact what the Fed's done so far is still being realized in the marketplace. Could, could you expand on that just a little bit and, and why you think we ought to stand pat for now? Sure. So, you know, inflation is high, and it's too high, far from our 2% target, but it's really not as far as it has been over the several months. Inflation has come down quite a bit, and I think in part that's because our policy is in a restrictive territory. Now, one of the things that is true about Fed policy is that all of this impact doesn't happen right when we do it, that it, that the impact comes over time. And so even though we've moved a lot, there's still the restrictive and slowing down that's going to come as a result of our policy. And given how far inflation has come down already, I have some confidence that it's going to keep coming down. And if we can get inflation to continue on that path uh, without leading to major disruptions in employment and in job creation, um, then we should try to do that. And the one thing I would say on this, uh, just to, to, to put the emphasis on, um, that all assumes a certain trajectory for the economy, and it assumes that, that Americans continue to feel like this is an episode and not a new normal. If I got signs that people felt like this higher inflation was a new normal, uh, then we'd actually have to do something quite different and probably raise rates a bit more. Okay, so there's a psychology factor here, too. And, and why is to 2% a, uh, a desired target? What does that mean the economy is doing? Well, it means the economy is continuing to grow, and it means that it is uh, continuing to innovate and add value, but is doing so in a way that's not, that doesn't involve excessive risk-taking. Because excessive risk-taking, when you hear people talk about the economy overheating, a lot of that is people are starting to take risks that, are probably more likely not to work than work. Uh, and that will lead to a, an aggregate economy that is more volatile with, with big ups and big downs. And that's a hard environment for people to make long run plans in. And so if we stay at 2%, that's gonna be strong, steady growth. Uh, and it will give people some confidence and it should give people confidence that two, three and four years from now, 
the economy is still going to be in a place such that the investments they make today will pay a large dividend in the future. All right. So and that 2% number is from where? That's not the consumer price index, is it? Is it another figure you watch? So we use, so first of all, there, there are lots of different ways you can measure inflation. The one that's our preferred measure is called the Personal Consumption Expenditures Index, or PCE Index. But you can look at the CPI and get the same signal. If you do a translation from the PCE to CPI, the CPI target is something around 2.5%. So, you know, we do the, all of these, these translations on a tool we have online called the Underlying Inflation Dashboard, uh, and there are lots of different measures there. Uh, but, but the 2% is, you know, you have to pick something, uh, and, you know, we do a, a periodic review to see if we're comfortable with 2% is, a, is an appropriate target. Uh, we'll do that again in the future, uh, but, but right now the target is the target, and that's where we're going to get to. Okay. How about a read on the Southeast and the local economy, Dr. Bostic? Is inflation more persistent here than other regions of the country? So that's a very interesting question. That's not really what I'm seeing as I go around and talk to folks. Uh, Inflation has been uh, a problem and an issue for uh, all Americans. Uh, The Southeast is is actually quite interesting. My district is, is almost like a mirror image of the broader U.S. economy. So we usually don't have those kind of um, idiosyncratic or odd experiences uh, that that don't match where the rest of the economy is. Now, there are small pockets, certainly. You know, you know, in Atlanta, for example, you know, it's grown a lot. So the pressure on housing prices has been significant. That kind of thing, there is variation. But by and large, if you look at at my whole district, which covers all or parts of six states, it's pretty much on par with where the rest of the economy is, the rest of the country is. Okay. And would you care to wander into the issue of mortgage rates here when you think they might be coming down? Well, um, you know, I, I can't tell for sure where, where uh, market rates are going to go. I will say this. Uh, for most of the pandemic and, and for the years after the great financial crisis, our policy rate was basically zero. Uh, and that meant that mortgage rates were going to be very low by historic standards. Zero was never going to be the right policy rate for us. And so I don't think it's reasonable to expect that mortgages should be at 3%. Now, mortgages are very high now. They're much higher than where our policy rate is. Um, but I do think once we get to neutral and, and, and move down, uh, the mortgage rates will move down as well. My outlook today is that uh, we should not be moving our policy rate down uh, for quite some time, well into 2024, uh, because we need to make sure that inflation gets back down to our 2% target. That's job one. Uh, and until we get there, we're going to have to keep our policy rates higher than, uh, than what would be just a, a neutral or benign level. That really ties a nice bow around this whole thing. Uh, Dr. Raphael Bostics, President and Chief Executive Officer of the Federal Reserve Bank of Atlanta, It's a pleasure speaking with you. Thanks for spending this time with our listeners. Always happy to talk with you. Look forward to doing it next time.